0: Hello everyone and welcome to another week of Personal Growth Fridays. Last week you were stuck with me giving my my sob story about life, Um, so I thought I'd I'd spice it up a little bit and get someone a a bit more happier and fun and energetic on the call, instead of just me. Um, So, I'm actually joined by by a good friend of mine, Georgia Pigrome. Georgia, who are you and how do we know each other?
1: Hello. Um, I love that you said that I'm the happy like person. I love that. I'm really, really happy. That's made my day. Um, so I'm Georgia, and I've basically known you for my whole life, haven't I? You're best mm-hmm. friends with my older brother, so that's how I know you.
0: Yeah, and we to paint the picture, I I met Charlie when we were four at primary yeah. school. And how? What's the age gap between you and Charlie? Four years, it four years, isn't he? Yeah, so he's literally. <laughs> yes, I was like little baby. Yeah, since birth. I mean, like, so it's it's a weird thought. And obviously, I've always been close with with Charlie. So, like, it's not even a case of like I've kind of known you sort of thing. Like, with, well, you you on my birthday, you posted that picture of where well you must have been like five or six or something like that. Yeah, we were
1: sitting on the trampoline. That is such a good photo. Yeah.
0: Love it. So it's it's a weird story. Now it's funny. Obviously, we've we spend a lot of time together, but very rarely do we talk genuinely you know i mean as in like we talk a lot of shit you know like and it's normally just taking the piss out of each other um as you know friendship is i'd I'd be a bit creeped out if every time we spoke we spoke about personal growth and shit like that um so yeah so it's it's nice and it's only (laughs) only recently we spoke semi-seriously about something to do with your course didn't we
1: yeah, yeah. It's usually when we have a bit to drink, then, then it could get into the deep chats, doesn't it? But <laughs> DMT. It's just, usually it's just chatty shit. Yeah, we spoke about um, just like my uni journey really, isn't it?
0: So what, then, tell everyone, what are you, what are you doing at uni? And obviously the, the bit we spoke about was quite a, a serious topic. Um, so kind of, do you want to run through that a little bit?
1: Yeah, so I'm in my third year of university, my final year at Nottingham Trent. I'm studying fashion communication and promotion. And I'm doing like, I would say it's my dissertation, my tutors hate it when I say it's called dissertation because it's just not, it's basically like a project. Mm -hmm. And we've been basically given, we get to choose our own brief. Usually we get given briefs and we have to just complete them, but we get to choose our topic that we like research and create outcomes for. And I decided to do my topic all around Toxic masculinity and men and their mental health and how men don't feel like they can speak about their feelings the way women can, and yeah, it's a really interesting topic. I got I got to interview you and I for it, so it was really good.
0: Well, and it's funny because I I have all the ingredients to be the most toxic person on <laughs> earth. Like I I play rugby, I box, you know, like which are the two you know aggressive sports. Um yeah. I'm from a friend group which is pretty much all boys my family's i think there's one girl in the family like it's so as you can imagine however i i i am i've always tried to be i think i wasn't at first but as i've grown up i've come more to terms with it we we spoke a bit about kind of the anxiety that i had over a few years you know which kind of not depression but like it made me question things you know and kind of look into stuff and it was a really interesting topic to actually talk about because as you said, it's not really something people talk about. Like, no. especially boys, you know, like, it's a, it's a bit of a... I don't know what it is. It's almost like we're nervous to open up about things.
1: Well, it's this whole thing, isn't it? Like, people will be shocked to hear, so or not shocked to hear, but it's been ingrained in young men since they were little. You've been told to man up, get up, stop being a worse stop being pussy, things mm-hmm. like that. Boys have always been told to be like that and it's honestly ingrained for our whole life. So whenever a man feels like he's going through stuff, I was when I was interviewing someone for part of my research, he was just like, I don't allow myself to think about mm-hmm. the bad things. I just distract myself and I, I'll go to the gym or I'll go out with my boys. We don't talk about that stuff because I don't want to be a downer and it's not important enough, so I just move on from it. And I was just like, that is so sad for someone <laughs> like me Who's very open, probably too open sometimes, cries, very emotional at yeah. times, you know I mean, really like, lets their feelings out. Seeing someone like that, it's just so blocked off from their feelings. that like, he doesn't want to feel. He feels like he can't feel, and it's just, it's so sad. It's it's honestly so sad. I was talking to my friend last me about, I had not seen him in ages, and he just started opening up to me about how this was going on with his life and this was going on with his life. And he literally told me how he went out and he got in the car and then he just broke down. Mm. And he was telling me about how the build-up of it, each little thing kept building up, building up until he broke down. And because he wasn't addressing these other issues around and letting it build up, then you go into breakdown mode. And he was like, it was the worst thing ever. And I just, I don't even know how I did it, like how I got to that point. So, and that's like what most people do, isn't it? But it's just like, it's just really sad, really.
0: And it's it's f- funny. Obviously, you your brother and I are, v- are very close. Um, but I only really because we started. For anyone listening, we started living together about nine months ago. Up until then, to be honest, that uh, we we were the same as that. Like if we were having a something went wrong, relationship ended. Um, you know, work was going bad. Whatever. Um, the natural response I think we did was play Call of Duty. But I know it sounds <laughs> it sounds. Like we're tw- you know twenty five, and that was our natural go to of just like right. Life, shit. You know, we could sit here and talk about it, or we could spend four hours distracting ourselves. You know, playing playing a game, which worked short term. You know, we we had that bit of relief, but then you do do have that moment, and this is when we did live apart, where you turn off the PlayStation or whatever it is, and then you are on your own again. And mm-hmm. all those things that you kind of pushed to one side whilst you distracted yourself with this, they've not gone anywhere. They're still in the room with you. You know, like, all right, you've had your blinkers on and you were looking at something else for a bit. But, you know, the problems were still there. You know, like, mm-hmm. and I think that was where I struggled the most was because I, partly, I, I don't know, I, I didn't want to tell Charlie these things because I didn't want to, as, as you say, I, there's no real logic to it. I just I just felt like I couldn't
1: yeah you don't know how people are going to react as well i, I was reading something the other day it was like a move member study and it, they did a study with like all different types of men like throughout the world and um i was saying like men don't feel like they want to open up because they're scared of the reaction they're going to get from the people that they choose to open up to yeah and also they men know that it's good to open up men know that talking therapy and it will help them with their mental health but because they're so scared of the reaction they might get some people might i don't know make fun of them mm-hmm. or judge them they're so worried about this whole like bravado i mean bravado is quite extreme but like this act yeah. of being a strong independent man that we've been ing- they've been ingrained to be like they're really worried about how they're gonna and then have opened up and then the reaction's been bad, and then they're like, right, that was awful, yeah. I opened up, I'm never doing that again, you know, I'm never going to open up to my mate again because he took the piss out of me, and that's just where, this is where the issue is, this is where it's, that's what's happening right now, and it's just.
0: And it's, it's interesting, obviously, you, you say that. Um,
1: realise that it's actually okay,
0: you just got to find the right person. Yeah, and that's, it's interesting you say that about finding the right person, um, I was in a relationship recently, um. And it, and it ended, and at first you know, I was really sad, but then obviously once you once it ends, you take your rose tinted glasses off and you actually look back at scenarios and you think, that wasn't right, you know, and things like that. Um, and I had one where I remember I opened up about a bit of an insecurity of mine, you know, like, and kind of said something that has gone through my head several times. I never said anything to her because I didn't want her thinking, yeah, as you said, Polly, I'm weak, you know, and that I can't look after myself. Um, and I remember I did finally open up about it and she then, like, backed off. And my, so my first question was, like, a, what, what's going on? Because I was confused. You know, I've just opened up. I thought I'd get this, like, big hug and, like, a, are you okay sort of thing. And instead yeah. I got this and, she, and it was like, a, oh, yeah, no, I don't really know how to react to that. And I think that's a big fear. It's not so much even they're going to react badly. It's, I don't want to put them in a position where they don't know what to do and, like, they don't know how to be around me and to change how they are around me.
1: That is so interesting because I think like you're lucky if you have a friend that can answer like a therapist. That's the thing. People expect when when they open up, they want their problems to be solved or they want something to come from the person that's going to like yeah solve all their problems. But really, I think one big part of like learning about when you open up is to expect that. The reaction you're going to get is not what you're going to expect almost. You've got to just accept that the person that's going to listen to the problems and the anxieties that you're feeling, they're going to be shocked overall because they're going to be like, okay, I want to solve this problem. But a lot of people just sit back and they're like, oh, like, damn it, I'm, I'm going to say the wrong thing here. I'm going to yeah. say the wrong thing here. And um, I was looking at, like, Lad Bible. I didn't even know if you knew this. I was looking at Lad Bible. I was on their website, and they had this whole campaign called You OK, Mate? And it's literally hidden. It's, it's really annoying, the fact that it's so... It's not even on their Instagram. Um, but it's, like, these short clips of this guy, and he's talking about, like, opening up, how you should open up to your friends, the expectations. And he spoke about how when you... Like, you were saying you spoke to this girl, how she didn't really give like you the reaction that you wanted. Mm. Part of it is that you just have to understand that you're not going to, you know, yeah. you're not going to get that big hug if you don't get it. It's horrible that if you don't and you're expecting something, especially that reaction. But I think that's also one thing as well. You can't expect everyone to know what the answers for you because it's a whole journey, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Now, uh, obviously, how, you're 21. Twenty-one, yeah. Twenty-one, like <laughs> these are really mature thoughts. Like I know it sounds, it sounds pretty stupid even saying it. I mean, like these are really grown-up views on things. Like you know, I'm 25, and I, even I still like when I didn't get the reaction I wanted, I took it mm. badly. You know, like I took it as like I was I was annoyed. I was like, well, why? Why? Like so? And I'm 25. So like, how have you kind of understood this all, and and where did this kind of interest and understanding come from?
1: Therapy babes, therapy.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, do you know what? Um, I've always been the type I've always been quite I hate saying this because it sounds like I'm really stuck up, but in the most humble way, I've ever since school, I've always felt like I, I was a little everyone else. So when everyone was being like nasty, you know, and you get the bitches in school and you get yeah. the clip, and you get the people that are making dramas. I never used to understand it. I always used to be like, what are you, why are you talking badly about that person? Why are you doing this? Like, Why can't everyone just be happy? Like I was always like I was always really confused by the immaturity of some people, yeah. the way they act. And because I, I was young as well, and I was obviously still very immature. I still am immature. I mean, i had my immature ways. I still just didn't understand and because I was a little bit more ahead of like oh w- what's really going on why is everyone acting like this I really got into my feelings quite early on like mm. in my like early teenage years and that's when I was like and because I was quite like emotional about it as well I saw I like went to th- I had like some counseling when I was like 14 or something like that but um that was okay that was good but then I Basically, I went to therapy when I was like nineteen. And honestly, it just it taught me so much yeah. about myself, about other people, about reactions, like just like I don't know, like I guess personal growth. So I was saying something. Yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Personal growth, like the way you live, like it really has been so insightful to me. Like and it's just taught me so much that's why i think maybe i have these views but i don't know i'm still learning i'm not perfect right no I mean, you're,
0: you're never gonna I'm be not, this the fun yeah this yeah. thing but um
1: yeah i guess that's probably what it is i guess it's just like therapy it, it, no, it, <laughs> everyone go to therapy now no,
0: it's the funny <laughs> I, so I, I saw i saw a therapist for a few, a few months about um about a year ago now um i just you know everything was getting a bit on top of me um and it's yeah. funny in, in America, it's so promoted, and it's like, yeah, like everyone seems to see a, see a mm. therapist there. In England, it's, I don't know if if I've got this wrong vision, it's like frowned upon and it's seen as yeah. weak.
1: Oh, massively. There's this whole stigma over therapy. Like, I'm obviously, when you're in therapy, you're not so much going to want to talk about it. It's yeah. like only when you come out of therapy. to go like I recommend therapy to all of my friends I recommend therapy to people that don't think they need therapy that think they're actually quite happy because there's always something that you can talk about there's always something that's going to be in the back of your head that you don't subconsciously that's bothering you that can get out and there's this whole like you're saying this whole stigma around it like what what's okay people go to the gym to work out on their body to feel better
0: yeah yeah why can't you work out in your mind Yeah,
1: yeah exactly therapy is literally working out for your mind and your mind is one of the most important things to have like, you need to have well-being in your life yeah. you need to talk to people about your feelings i just i don't know i, just, I don't get it i don't get it what, what do you think it is like
0: well, well this and that's what i enjoyed doing it is because as you i i have never really I, I think maybe once or twice in my life i spoke to my parents about any problems i've been having in my head um i and uh, the, the reason i never told them i didn't want to worry them you know, they've mm. been fantastic parents, you know, they've they've done everything in their life to make my life perfect. And I can't explain to them, because I don't understand, like, how I've ended up in these scenarios where I've had these thoughts. Because, like, mm. and, and, it's, and I don't want them thinking it's a reflection on how they've parented, because it's not at all. Like, it couldn't be, f- that could not be further from the truth. So I couldn't tell them. I didn't want to tell my brother, because I didn't want to put him in a position where, he knew these things, and Mum and Dad don't. Um, and then all of a sudden, you what you end up doing, or I end up doing, I end up making up all these excuses to not tell people, um, and that's why I liked speaking to this guy, because I could say whatever the fuck I wanted, you know, yeah. and I had no concern of people thinking differently of me or having a different snout, like thought in their head. And it was funny when I started talking to this guy. All of a sudden, then I spoke, spoke to my parents a bit more, because I think once, I'd, as you said, I know about reactions, I'd, I'd spoke to him and I knew the reaction was accepting. Um, and I remember I used, to, I used to have an hour with this guy every, I think it was like Tuesday night, and afterwards I'd come down and I'd sit with my mum and she'd, I could tell she was curious, which, you know, she's a parent, she wants to know I'm well and healthy. So she'd kind of asked these questions and I, I could tell she was trying to find out, you know, so what, what, you know, everything okay? You know, what to speak about? Um,
1: well, so she, you told her that you were going to therapy?
0: Yeah, you yeah, they, you yeah, they were know Yeah, yeah, I, well, I told my mum and dad. I didn't tell um, anyone else. Um, basically, I had a bit of a breakdown in the house and mom, I think mum said she was like, I think you should see someone. And because they, they know I don't talk to them about these things. So she was very much like, we will speak to someone who will listen then and you don't mind them knowing. Um, yeah. So I spoke to this person and I remember when I, the first couple of sessions, I used to come downstairs, my mum would be like, was it good? Yeah. And then that's it. And I, you know, and that, no, I don't want to talk about it. that's it, it's done. And then I remember, I think I was off like the fourth one, I, my mum asked me a question again, you know, curious parenting sort of thing, you know, and I kind of semi started talking about a few things. And she got a bit emotional because I think she's, you know, it's a sad yeah. thought that you loved one, you know, if, even if it was the other way around, I'd get emotional if I know that they've got these demons sort of thing. Um, but then, well, after getting emotional, she just, she 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 didn't say anything else. And that was actually the nicest thing she could have done because I, I didn't want to, I didn't want her to, as you said, I don't want her to try and find a solution she doesn't know how to find know. a solution
1: mum's mum's love to find a solution no i child. know
0: and, and i think okay, it was <laughs> killing her i think it was killing her apps you know inside and out she was like I, I could tell it was like she was like having to bite her tongue so much but she knew that if she had of pride more and asked more and tried to help and fix things i would have done my classic max go away you know i'm dealing with this you know like And that would have made our relationship worse. And instead, she just listened to me. And then about two months in, then she gave a few ideas. And I think where she understood it more, and I then felt more... And it's it's funny, isn't it? All it took was me... I I didn't see this person for that long. I I didn't find he helped too much. But what he did do was made me feel more comfortable talking.
1: Mm -hmm. And And that's very powerful the biggest that's probably thing. the best thing that could have come from it to be honest with you yeah 100 that, that's the reason for it at the end of the day it's getting you more comfortable just to be vulnerable and mm. just letting yourself feel letting yourself talk forget about being judged just being human mm. this is what it is about being human it's quite interesting actually like what you're saying about your parents as well and like my parents as well they've all come from the same generation and mental health and this whole thing it's it's not not it's not a thing yeah yeah it's not a a thing and it's such a thing now you can say snowflake generation you can say all this stuff but it's really important and the more people understand the importance of it then the next generations to come i think we've got got a good good future
0: yeah definitely
1: definitely
0: um yeah (laughs) yeah we'll we'll make it a good future that's the, the thing um so right so obviously pgf Personal Growth Fridays, um, you know the name of the game. Um if you could go back and speak to Now normally the people I interview are like 30s. Um <laughs> so <laughs> So normally it's like if you could see like your 25 year old self, yeah, you're you're way ahead of your time. Um so if you could go back to I don't know, 16-, 17 year seventeen-year-old Georgia and kind of give her a bit of advice that you've you've learned. And obviously, because in, in between sixteen seventeen to now, you've obviously changed a lot in good ways, you know, like, and you've grounded and matured and found out a lot more about yourself. If you, if you could go back and say something to 16 year old Georgia, what would you say? say?
1: Oh, there's so, there's so many things. Um, One thing I will say to 16 year old Georgia, and actually what I'm still telling myself now, I'll say as well, is not everything in your life is has to be perfect and is going to be perfect. Yeah. Perfect does not exist. And I know you've spoken about this in your podcast before, but I I just had such a perfectionist view on myself. Yeah. And the expectation I put on myself. No one else was putting this expectation on me. It was it, it was literally just me yeah. and my own head. So I just tell myself just to like work hard the way you're doing it don't overthink everything <laughs> and yeah just not everything is going to be perfect you're going to have bumps along the road you can't yeah. control like you can't control everything i just wanted to take control of everything and yeah. that's probably what
0: i say to myself bless her it, it's, <laughs> it's funny you speak obviously the you know my big thing are progression not perfection you know i, I completely agree mm. but what you you said then about not being able to control everything that is, that that i and even as you still to this day i struggle with that at times you know like yeah. I, I opened up last week about a lot of things that had gone wrong and i my natural instinct when these things happen is what can i fix how can i fix it what's my next move there's truth is some of those things that happened i can't fix and aren't in my control as to you know whether or not i can prevent them or change them or anything like that they've happened now you know and they're not in my control
1: Mm. it's like when people my dad always I always say this to my dad he always said to me he says 85 percent of the things people you worry about Mm. never happen yeah and it's like this overthinking this worry but what if that happens what if that happens you can't control that no I've really learned I'd say over the past year that the little things that I hear my friends like stressing about I'm like but is that happening now yeah like no I'm like well then stop worrying about
0: it that's that one of the things my therapist said he's about catastrophizing so mm, yeah, yeah, so like a small thing happens and then you build this long chain of events in your head to mm. eventually, like the world's gonna fucking end, you know, like, and it, and and all that's happened is, you know, your Sainsbury's deliveries a day, like, you know, but it, <laughs> yeah, your, your Nando's, they forgot your wings, you know, like, and you're like, fucking everyone's gonna die, you know, like. And it, and, it, and, and, and it, yeah, I mean, I still do do that. But, um, but no, but like, and, it, and, it, and it's funny because As you said, it's only when you properly kind of take things into... I I talk about this, like, grow mentality. And the biggest one for me there kind of links back to that is reality. And it's like, right, so of all these things you're worrying about and you're trying to weigh up what you can do, what is actually the scenario right now? You know, black and white, what's happening?
1: Live in the present as much as possible. I think it's good not to live too much in the present because you want to be prepared you want to be organized yeah. you want you, you want to have that element in your life but if you try live in the present and i have been trying to do that a lot more it honestly you you'll be able to enjoy life so much more
0: yeah, yeah. It is it's, 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 is that, isn't it right, George? I mean, we could see her and chat shit for ages, talk about <laughs> those orders and stuff like that. But um, <laughs> um, thank you very much. As I say,
1: thanks
0: for having me. I've really enjoyed this. It's my first time on a podcast. I love it. <laughs> no, it's, as I say, it's, it's funny because you know we we chat shit, and I know when we're pissed, we probably have DMCS and stuff. But like, it shouldn't take getting pissed to have these chats. I know, I you know, I know. Like, we,
1: should, to be fair, We should just get a camera and, of him recording out we are pissed because I feel like that <laughs> yeah no to be honest
0: that sounds a horrendous idea I don't ever do, want to... we do a drunk episode let's do a
1: drunk episode no, <laughs> one in the pub
0: god I think I'd get this show banned within like 10 minutes um, but yeah thank oh. you very much I mean you're, you're 21 and you're you know finishing you you've got so much coming up you know like that you're gonna absolutely smash um, and we have <laughs> zero doubt that you will so this will be exciting when you're big and famous so I'll, I'll say I had you on this podcast
1: <laughs> i love that thank you so much <laughs> All Right, thank you everyone for listening